Good, good, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are you? I hope everything is good out there today. Hope everyone's very well, blessed, and counting your blessings because we do live in such a beautiful part of our country. Got a really, really uh, nice show today. This is the first show. that. Uh, so this is, I don't know, I think maybe our 20th show, something like that. It's going to be the first one that you're stuck with me all half hour. Uh, no guest today. No guest calling in. No guest uh, coming in. Um, but anyway, welcome to any new listeners. Uh, I am Paul Tretner, a local pro. Been here since 1990. Moved down when I was 22. Do the math. I'm 55. Double nickels, we call it. But hey, been here. Got my PJ membership here while I was at Pine Lakes Country Club. Um, and this show is all about the local community, uh, just giving some good old updates to, you know, any hole-in-ones and all that good stuff. So um, with that said, if there's anyone listening out there that ever wants me to mention any accomplishments, hole-in-ones, eagles, or anything like that, please let me know. Let's get them on the show. Club champions love to have them on. It's a lot of fun. Uh, So look, we got a good show. I've got some really, really good tips for you. Um, golf tips that is obviously look here uh, we know that you can go right to the internet right now and pull up some of the best instructors in the world but you know what that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get what you want out of it because a lot of times amateurs what I hear is I don't know if that's right for me or uh, if that's what I should be working on, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to talk about some of the really, really in-depth things that really can help your golf game. So if you are a golfer and you're listening, stick around. I'm really going to get deep into what can really help your golf game. But first, over the weekend, my wife and I are super proud of our son. Yep, I'm going to take a minute here. And we went down to Vero Beach. As you may know, we do travel baseball. If you all are parents or grandparents that have children, grandchildren that do the travel thing, then you know the time, the money, the passion, and so forth. But you know what? When they win the tournament and they do well, it's worth it. And they want it. Man, they kick some butt down there. We were down at the Jackie Robinson practice facility, Vero Beach. It's the Dodgers Stadium. It's really, really super cool. Um... And they won. They won the tournament. They had 64 runs against six runs against them. Wow. Amazing. So congratulations to the East Coast Storm. That's uh, the elite. East Coast Storm elite. They're out of Port Orange, Daytona. That's where my son does travel baseball. So wanted to mention that. Great job. Uh, Last week, I want to talk about, so some of the newer folks don't know the shows that we've had and the guests we've had. We've had some really cool guests on this show. Last week, I had Bill Bolin on. Who's Bill Bolin? Well, he just turned 90. He just had a hole-in-one. He won over 2,000 horse races. He won the Kentucky Derby in 1950. And really, really a great guy. He moved here to Palm Coast in 98 or 99, I think, and... uh, So I had him on the show, you know, he got a hole in one. And, you know, if you guys ever want to go back to the show, you can go to to the website, WNZF and podcast. You'll see the golf show on the green. You can go click on some of these shows and check it out. And uh, Bill is really cool. So so the story goes, I, I don't know the exact order, but he turned 90 years old. He went out a couple days later, got a hole in one. Then the next day, his wife and him celebrated their 72nd wedding anniversary. I think it was 72nd. Amazing. 
so just a really just an amazing man um, and a friend of mine. Really, really neat. So you got to check that out. But we've had some really cool guests. I've had Roger Hale. He was on the very first show that we did. I think it was in March or April, something March maybe was our first show. But anyway, Roger's a superintendent at Palm Harbor. Folks, Palm Harbor is the city golf course. Um, great little practice facility. I want you all to really look at our three public golf course. I'm sorry, four public golf courses here and really try to support them as much as you can. Palm Harbor, Pine Lakes, Cypress Snow, and of course, I teach at a Grand Reserve. Great golf courses. So it's really good to support the local golf courses. You know what I mean? Uh, look, the prices are so competitive. If you go anywhere else, you know we got it pretty good here with golf, uh, cost-wise. There's no doubt. So on the show, we've had uh, Brent Everson. He's the caddy for uh, – he lives – grew up in Palatka. But Brent uh, is the caddy for um, Sam Ryder. Brent has been on the show, and you can, again, see the podcast there. Really cool stories when you're talking to professional caddies about uh, – you know, different stories that they had. Brent used to caddy for Justin Leonard. And, you know, Ryder Cup is coming up here. And if we all remember, I think it was, was it 99, the Ryder Cup at Brookline in Massachusetts when Justin made that, like, 70-foot putt, I think, to beat, was it Sergio? It was either Sergio or, or the other Spaniard. I'm forgetting his name. But anyway, um, really cool to hear some of these stories about the uh, – the tour players and so forth. But anyway, Sean Pacetti we've had on the show. Sean, good friends with John Daly. That Andy Hart's a GM for Palatka with Ronnie Tumlin. Ronnie won the Azalea. The Azalea is an amateur tournament at Palatka Golf Club, and it's been going on since 54, I think, since 1954. It's one of the oldest amateur events uh, in the country, I think. But um, Ronnie, it grew up on Palatka. He's won that tournament six times. Ronnie's one heck of a player. Jan Stevenson. We've had Jan Stevenson on our show, along with Cindy Morgan, who was Lucy Lovelace in Caddyshack. So uh, anyway, so that that is um, that is some of our previous shows there. Uh, but one of my favorite guests, I got to say, is... Uh, is uh, Mr. Ray Peterson. And I know he listens on Sunday. So, Ray, if you're out there with your fan base from the hospital, hey, we appreciate your listening and we appreciate your feedback. I love to get the feedback, by the way. If you all like the show and everything and you got any suggestions or anything, I'm open ears. Got my email. It's right on the website, ptretner at pga.com. But Ray Peterson and Rick Herman run Grand Reserve over there in Bunnell. Uh, great golf course. Uh, Rick and Ray been there since day one with Mike Pullen. Mike owns uh, Capstone Golf. He owns uh, St. Augustine Shores up there in St. Augustine and also uh, Grand Reserve. Point is, um, what a great golf course. The bunkers are being redone right now. They're almost complete. It's a big project, folks. A lot of, a lot of uh, golfers don't realize how much um, exp- how many expenses and how much time and effort to keep up a golf course. So that's why I'm, I'm really uh, specifying to support our local golf courses, even if sometimes they're in poor shape, understand that, uh, you know, it's, it was tough after the pandemic and uh, with, with uh, labor issues and all that good stuff. So support those local golf courses, please. Um, 
A couple things coming up I want to really kind of promote. Uh, I had Miss Nadine King on the show a couple weeks ago. Well, guess what? She runs and she's been the head of Christmas Come True, which is a great charity fundraiser. And um, it's really awesome. It's at the conservatory. It's sold out. You cannot even get a place in it. But you can support Christmas come true. Even 50 bucks or something like that goes such a long way. Um, the website, I want to give you the website. It's christmascometrue.org. Okay, or and uh, yeah, christmascometrue.org. That's the website. You can go to it there and see how you can help out or donate, and it goes to a really good cause. So I just wanted to mention that uh, today. And um, so we're going to get into some really good, what I think is some really good in-depth instruction. And without a guest, because I've always had a guest. This is the first show I have not had a guest. It always seemed like I didn't have the time. I didn't have the time. I was always running short. And I couldn't really explain, <clears throat> you know, what I was trying to get across in terms of lesson. I felt like I was always, always rushing. So with that said, uh, we're going to take just a, a couple minute break here. Okay, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with some really, really good points to the golf game. Stay right there. Don't go nowhere. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back to On the Green with Paul Tretner, and here we are. Uh, we are going to get in some good golf tips. Um, you know, again, this is the first show, did about 20 shows, that I haven't had a guest on, so I'm able to really spend a little more time in explaining a couple things. First, I just want to follow up on a couple things real quick. Uh, Jack Rossheim, I had young Jack on the show. Jack went to uh, preschool with my son when they were three years old. They're best friends. Jack gravitated towards golf. My son, PJ, Paul Jr., went to baseball. But anyway, they both go to Father Lopez. My son just started the baseball, and he's doing the golf, Jack, and he was on the show with his mom, Kristen. Anyway, they're 3-0 on Father Lopez, and he's 3-0. So congratulations, Jack, for uh, continuing to play some good golf there. Also, real quick, PGA Hope is a new initiative. I spoke about it um, recently in one of the last shows, you know, and it is helping our patriots everywhere. So the PGA of America and Jack Nicholas have this initiative to where we as golf professionals are training to teach our military veterans who want to learn golf, need to get out of the house and get, you know, Get their mind on something else. So if you know, if you're a veteran and you want to learn golf, if you know someone, 
P, my email. This is my email. Email me and let's get something going. I'd love to get something going at Grand Reserve to where we get half a dozen guys out there and just keep it going. All right. Um, P. Tretner at PGA.com is my email address. Again, P is in Paul. Tretner, my last name, at PGA.com. Um, so let's get into some instruction here. <clears throat> I have been teaching golf for over 30 years, about 30 years. It's hard to believe, frankly, okay? And I have some key items, key essential uh, thoughts that I really believe helps be consistent. So many amateurs ask me, Paul, how can I play good Monday and not Tuesday? What changes? Okay, obviously we wake up each day and we feel different. Some days we feel better than others. Okay, so that's that. But overall, it's it's the rhythm of your golf swing. I'm just going to get right to the point. It's the rhythm of our golf swing that changes from day to day, sometimes from front nine to back nine. And if you play golf, you know what I mean. So how do we try to keep more consistent? Here we go. Grab a pen, paper. Number one, relax your grip pressure. You've heard me talk about being relaxed, okay? But when your hands are relaxed, it filters into your forearms, into your biceps, into your shoulders. Because of this, this then allows number two, which is my second thing, left shoulder over the right knee, which in other words is a full shoulder rotation, okay? Left shoulder over the right knee is what I heard from Brandel Chambly. I think it was over the Masters just this year. And I never really um, taught that expression, okay? And I'll get into this in a minute. Because I always taught work your left shoulder underneath your chin for my students to get a good shoulder turn. However, when I got up and I took my left shoulder and put it over my right knee, it really made a fuller shoulder turn for me. Hence, the last three months, I've been hitting the ball really good. Frankly, I'm hitting the ball the best I ever have in my 55 years of life. So, and I, the reason I'm relaying that too, if you're out there and you're 55 or around my age, there's, there's hope. <laughs> so, no, and I mean this sincerely because technology is getting really good. The golf ball is hot. Um, and if we do a couple of these things to do, like relax and grip pressure, Left shoulder over the right knee. That's a big full turn. And then a smooth transition. That's next. Smooth transition. What does that mean? From your backswing, you almost got to stop a little bit and then bring your downswing through with your shoulder turn. All right. Um, So those three things right there, keeping your hands relaxed, allowing your shoulders to really turn, and having a good transition will A, slow down your swing a little bit, B, hopefully allow it to do uh, what I really want you to do, and that's swing the golf club. And that's what I teach. And I teach that because of a a lesson I learned in 1984, and I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Okay? Lastly, what – or not really lastly. There's a couple things, but number four, what thought process do you have on your backswing? So we have to be thinking about something on our backswing. You do not want more than one thought process. It's spaghetti. Your your brain, your thought process is going to be too all over the map. 
So when you're practicing, you try to figure out what thought process makes it work for the driver, what thought process for the putter. So you'll have like five different thought processes. And those are what you want to really stick to when you're taking a club back. It's hard to do. You have to do it, though. Brent Everson, he's the caddy I just talked about. As a professional caddy, the player will tell them, look, before I swing, tell me this, whatever that is. For me, it would be, hey, Paulie, get your left shoulder over your right knee. That's going to be my last thought process. So anyway, as elementary as it sounds, you have to do that, okay? These thought processes, folks, will change sometimes from week to week, sometimes from day to day. And uh, Greg Jungenberg, who was a member out at Palatka Golf Club, I used to give Greg lessons. Greg, if you're listening, hope you're doing well, buddy. He used to call it wood keys. Back in the day of wooden ships, they used to have wooden keys, but they would rot out after a month or so. So they have to change the wood keys. So Greg used to call it a wood key thought that he had. But anyway, I always talked about pre-shot routine. That is very, very important. Uh, you got to stand behind the ball. you got to get yourself so you're taking a deep breath. You're visualizing the shot you want, okay, and then trying to execute that shot. Stand behind the ball, folks. Pick out something in front of the ball, eight feet, a tee, a divot, whatever it is, and that is going to establish your target line. Just watch watch Jack Nicklaus and uh, Tiger Woods. I'm telling you right now, those two were the absolute best at visualizing. Putting. I want to get into putting because someone just asked me just recently, like a half hour ago. I'm not going to mention his name. But he said, man, I'm having trouble putting. So what do I need to do? So look here. Putting. So important. 30 to 35% of your shots are going to come from the the short stick, the putter. Two things to worry about with putting, speed and direction. Most of you are thinking direction is most important, right? Which one is most important? Speed. Definitely speed. So you have to concentrate on speed. In order to, to get a good strike of the golf ball, I just gave it away, you have to strike the ball solid with the putter face. That's so important. It's so elementary that we don't even think about it. So one of your last thought processes with the putter is to elementary, this is strike the ball solid. Look here, when you strike the ball with the sweet spot of your putter face, you're going to generate a better roll of the golf ball. If you come up on the golf ball a little bit, a quarter inch, all of a sudden the ball is going to hit. You're going to top it a little bit. It's going to get a little bounce to it, and then you're going to lose speed. And again, speed is more important. All right. We watch on TV the tour players. All of them do it, mostly the LPJ and the regular PJ, not the Champions Tour. These guys are over 50, like me. They're set in their ways. They'll stand uh, what's the word uh, with their both feet over on with the line in the center of their stance. And they're like looking straight away. What are they doing? They're trying to figure out the contour of the green. All right. So of course, being speed, being most you'll have to have good direction. You still have to know where the ball is breaking. So this is one way to figure that out. I cannot give you advice. I don't know how to do it, but a lot of people ask me, what the heck are they doing? That's what they're doing. They're trying to, f- find the contour of the green and how they do that is by equilibrium they're trying to figure out if their right foot is lower than your left and all that good stuff i don't know the whole science behind it but uh nor do would i ever (laughs) i'm more of a field putter there's different types of players field players mechanical players that is for a mechanical person right there 
and we're all different, you know. So, um, and that that's certainly true. I mean, you know, you have to get low to the green, though. People say, "How? Do, what's my best way to, to read a green?" Do you remember Camilo Villegas? You know, he was from Spain, or think, or, or where uh, Colombia. He's from Colombia. He used to do what's called a spider. He used to like lay out and be almost flat to the green. If Google Camilo Villegas spider, and you'll see what I mean, he's getting low. He's lowering his level to the surface as low. That way he can see the break. So that's why you see people go to one knee. You know, most golfers, they're trying to lower their level so they can get to see the contour of the green. But anyway, so that's putting. That's a quick tip on that. Uh, if you want to practice that, start, folks, with three to four balls or something, you know, three to six balls. And you start from one foot by the cup. I know one foot, right? Okay, if it's one foot, you should make all six balls then, right? Then you go to two feet. Make all six. If you miss, you got to go back to two feet. Then go to three feet. Try to make all six from three feet. Then go to four feet and try to make all six from four feet. So what you're doing is you're every time that little white dimple critter goes in the hole, you're gaining a little bit of confidence in your brain. And as we know, folks, confidence is so, so important. All right. Um, I have a quick story. I'm, you know what? I'm going to save it for next week because I know we're running out a little bit of time. But like, confidence is so important. I made a putt in a junior tournament to win the tournament, and I knew I was going to make the putt. And I still tell that story to kids. It has nothing to do with floating my boat. It has everything to do with, wow, if you work hard at something, all of a sudden you start seeing that shot or that, you know, that feeling more so. Tiger Woods, 2000, arguably one of the best years in golf. Incredible. And again, when he got back behind the ball looking at his shot, you could see he was actually visualizing exactly, visualizing exactly what the ball is going to do. That's positive thinking. That's what you need to get better in golf. You need positive thinking. And, and the thing is, too, if you think about it, in between golf shots, this is what's tough about golf. In between each shot, we have, what, several minutes sometimes. So during those several minutes, I uh, – this is – put this down as number five. Write this down. Think of something other than golf, all right? Uh, Steve Williams and Tiger Woods, they wrote a book together, Steve did, previous to their argument, or breakup, <laughs> uh, about how, man, they did not talk about golf in between shots. And you, the reason you don't want to do that is because a lot of times negative thoughts come into the brain. So, for example, you hit a shot and it's a bad shot. The whole time you're sitting in the golf cart going from that shot to the next, you're PO'd at yourself, you're kicking yourself, and all that's doing is not really preparing yourself for the next shot. So, um, you know, try to play with your mind thought and make sure you're, you're on some positive thoughts. So, so I hope this helped a little bit on some of these teaching. You know, it's funny. You look at some of the best instructors in the world, Hank Haney and all these, and they charge 500 bucks an hour. And, yeah, you know, their experience and so forth. But sometimes you can get one of the littlest pieces of information. It could be mental. It could be something like that, a feeling, and that can help you really get it. But, folks, number one, you got to relax your hands on the grip. That's going to give you um, better rotation of your upper body, which is so important, and it's then going to allow the club head to swing free. And, folks, I invite you. I uh, 
I would ask you to do this. Watch a couple videos of Jack Nicholas hitting golf balls, and you will be amazed how he allows the weight of the club head to do the work. Folks, momentum and gravity, let that be your best friend, okay? I um, think that's about it, folks. I hope everything is going good in your golf game. If it's not, you're welcome always to email me, ptretner at pga.com. If you got any questions or anything like that, give me a shout. Uh, I'm at Grand Reserve. I don't teach full, full-time, but I'm out there quite a bit. So let me know if you need any, any help, and we'll get you out there. Um, PGA Hope, one more time. If you know of anyone, any military veteran that's looking to learn golf, uh, reach out to me. Would love to give them a hand, help them out any way I can, and would love to get some clinics going. So, All right, folks, you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next uh, week, we're going to have Dan Ignatuck and John Heiss from Hammock Dunes. See you all next week. Thank you for tuning in. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.